Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Russian Fumble. Once again, we are Gazless. Um, he's decided that earning money is more important than talking bollocks with strangers. So he's left it in the capable hands of myself and the um, irreplaceable Harrison. How are you, Harrison? Do you know what? I will defil on Harrison, Sean. Yeah. It's, I mean, to be fair, it's more fun. The yeah. content might not be as good, but I enjoy it more, I have to admit. Plus, I don't have to pretend to like Scottish people. <laughs> not even Scottish people like Scottish people. No, that's why they're all down here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once again, um, the first um, shout out goes to Acorns uh, Charity. As another reminder, we're fundraising for um, Acorns Children's Hospice by selling and hawking off as much stuff as possible. We're currently selling our um, picks, the draft picks in a charity league. Has been set up by a couple of good, well, relatively decent people. Um, one of them's a Navy man, so you can read in as much as you want to that. Uh, yes, we're selling them off. All you need to do is to uh, uh, give a donation to Acorns, uh, send us a picture of it to at Russian Fumble. And uh, we'll give you a pick, basically. Pick anyone you want for us, either really nice, wonderful players like um, Tua or... Um, well, I was going to say Wentz then, but I can't bring myself to... Um, or really shit players, if you don't want us to succeed. We don't really care, as long as, Char as, long as Acorns are getting the money. That's all that really matters. As long as we get a Super Bowl quarterback in Castle yeah. or Jacoby Brissett or Aaron Rodgers, you know. Or winning one. Or recent, recently winning. Yeah. I mean... I don't think, I mean, I don't mind having um, uh, TV show hosts if we want to. Make a team out of them if we want. <laughs> we could get um, Tim, Tim Tebow. Yes, yes. Oh, I feel like, yeah, give us, yeah, give us Tim Tebow. I'm hoping they'll play tight end quarterback. Imagine, imagine Tim Tebow beats out Trevor Lawrence for the starting job. I should give him the first snap just to fuck with everyone. <laughs> just give Tebow trots out there, leads the team out. And then they just go, no, nah, we're just fucking with you. It's in his Lawrence. It's just, I think the, yeah. the Raiders would do that. Yeah. The Raiders I, would just fuck with people. I mean, we had Super Bowl winner Jacoby Brissett, you know, and his backup to for his four from one package because he's a big guy. Yeah. It's just crazy that that's exactly what Tim Tebow is going to be, four from one. Yeah, let's rush it with Tim Tebow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll pretend he's a tight end. Yeah. He's been, he's been working out with the tight ends. He's got to be good. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, it's been a relatively um, quiet week, other than um, the draft and announcements of um, fixtures and things like that. Um, I thought Tebow would be a decent place to start, to be fair, coming out of um, retirement. Tim Tebow was a bit before my time, so I, I heard of Tebowing, which I've um, misconstrued to mean something completely different. Yeah, I mean... I just know him as T by Mania, and that's real. that is generally all I know about the guy. Yeah, just a very a very religious man who also played football, basically, yeah. from what I could tell, and just used to pray on the pitch when things did well and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, no particular he, reason for him to be back in the league, I don't think. He just wants a paycheck. Don't blame him. And the coach apparently worked with him, I think, Urban Meyer. He knows him from somewhere or other, so... I don't know whether this is like a um, government giving contracts out to the landlord kind of job. He's just gone like, oh, you, oi, Urban, you've got a job. Go on. I'll play tight end. I'll, play, I'll literally play anything. 
Yeah. I'll cut the grass before the games. Yeah, yeah. It's part of his contract. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's been a bit of talk about him getting back in the league before Cap, but then I don't think Cap could really play any other position after yeah. all of that. Yeah, I mean, I mean that Colin Kaepernick boy has sailed a long time ago, didn't it, really? Um, yeah. He likes bringing it up. Oh, I should be in the league. I mean, if if he was that good, he would have been back in the league. Yeah, talent outruns everything. If you can get back in the league after um, like domestic abuse and stuff like that, then you can get back in the league by making a political stand. Yeah, especially now more than ever, um, <laughs> things are his political stand was right. Uh, to say, or it became, or it prevailed as the winning side to stay very political. Yeah. Um, any team would gladly take him back with open arms if that was the case. And the fact that so many players are talking about about social injustices and um, Black Lives Matter and stuff like this, like it's yeah. it's across the league now. So it's not like he's a standalone person, or he'd be a standalone person in the league. Yeah, or a Neil alone. Yeah, yeah, Neil alone. You'll never kneel alone. Um, it's a shit Liverpool song, that. <clears throat> um, yeah, but again, like, again, he was another one. I remember him on the, was it San Francisco he played yeah. for, where he had the one, he had a couple of good seasons. Yeah, I remember, I remember the, the Super Bowl. Um, but then that's it. From what, I, from what I heard, he didn't, he wasn't performing amazingly well when he was kind of forced into retirement. Yeah. And the thing like, you know, I don't really know Colin Kaepernick, so I can't really say it him personally. But the thing like this situation is it always seems like it's a good excuse for being not being good enough for the league, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The only reason I don't have a job. Yeah, like oh, I would have a job if um I wasn't this or I wasn't that or it's like it's not the case anymore. Okay, maybe when he did do the kneeling, it probably was a bit mm-hmm. dubious to say. As we all know, Yanks love the flags. They do. Love the ramphams. Um They're a weird country. They are. Again, they're, they're um, an extension of the Roman Empire. They've got a Senate. They're very religious. Yeah. The gods are linked to their politics. They're very militaristic and they're kind of the praise and faith that goes to the armed forces um, they're almost kind of put on um, idolised if you will um, yeah so with that in mind <laughs> yeah I'd say him not being back in the league is like me with my E in chemistry complaining I'm not a rocket scientist because I took a stand yeah um, okay What's next? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think the, the big announcement today was the UK games. Um, um, finally getting two games. They're both at Spurs, which is a bag of crap, because mm-hmm. all I've heard anyone say is that although it's a nice stadium, it's small, the tickets are harder to get, and it's a shithole and hard to get to. Uh, yes, I am an Arsenal fan, so my thoughts about <laughs> being anywhere near Tottenham makes me physically <laughs> fucking sick. I hate Spurs and I always have. I don't particularly know why. Everyone, but... everyone hates Spurs. Like, everyone. Everyone hates Spurs. Yeah, like Arsenal, Chelsea, West Ham, Fulham, QPR. 
we can all agree on one thing is that we fucking hate Spurs. <laughs> they're, they're a team that bind people. Yeah. And I'm going to get into my conspiracy. So I'll get into my conspiracy now. Okay. Well, so, so just to say, the, first, the the two games that are announced for anyone that's not heard it already yeah. is I think it's the Jackson, Jets and Falcons first. That's the 10th of October. And then it's the Jags and the Finns, which is great for me because I get to see Tua smash um, T-Law to pieces. That'd, that'd be nice. Um, so the Jags are always going to be one game. Mm-hmm. Regardless, they, that, they have that connection with Fort Minor. Where my conspiracy comes into play is... For, I mean, I was going to say for the listeners who don't know, but Mick, Phil, Catherine and uh, Gary all know about the European Super League, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And the backlash that faced from English fans of soccer. Uh, I don't even need to say soccer. American people aren't listening to this. No, not, not in the slightest. If we're going to call it yeah. soccer, we need to call American football American soccer. Yeah. Just in protest. You know, we'll do that to keep it fair then. Um, so English soccer... Uh, fans was like, nah, fuck that, it ain't happening. Oh, mini Phil's in the room. Hello. <laughs> One second, my boy, stand up. Do you want to say hello? No, he doesn't. One hello. second. So. <laughs> you can't hit your kid like that, Phil. I've told him. When I say go to bed, he's going to bed. This is daddy's talkie time. He a Dolphins fan. You're going to say hello. You say hello with whiskey. Yeah, anyway, so we, we poo-pooed the idea of having a European Super League. <laughs> the American owners all got together and turned around and went, okay, they're not having any decent NFL games. They're going to be two shit ones, and they're going to be at the only stadium we're going to be welcomed at, which is Tottenham, because Daniel Levi's a cunt. And that is as simple as that. And um, the United Spurs were uh, joined the Super League as well, wanted to. They all wanted being, to, yeah. to try and call themselves a big club. Exactly. We feel we feel like we should definitely be playing the likes of Barcelona and Real Madrid every week, because we sold one player for a lot of money once. <laughs> So everything they've done, and with that, we aren't. Uh, they did they win a cup? Did they, did they no. manage to scrape a carabao? At the, least? Last, the last trophy they won was the Audi Cup in two Jesus Christ! That's See, that's, that's so such good. fucking shit. <laughs> Arsenal, yeah. at least we won an FA Cup quite recently. <laughs> we had summer. <laughs> that's it, and you had periods of being a good, you know, of being a top team, the Invincibles. Yeah. You're the, you know. The Miami Dolphins at that point of the um, of the league, but Spurs have done fuck all for years. They've not even really got anywhere near doing anything until they sold a player, until they sold Bale, and then they've basically ridden the coattails of that into the fucking ground, um, and still managed to be shit. But that's a good shout actually, because all the teams that are owned by NFL owners have all. Well, I'm guessing they've just gone like, well, nope, we're not going over. The books aren't coming over. Yeah. Um, the Rams aren't coming over, which is Stan Kroenke's team who owns Arsenal. What about um, Liverpool owners own a bank I know, I think it's the Red Sox, isn't it? They're owning baseball. Yeah. Basically, anyone with any affiliation to an English soccer club um, turned around and said, no, nah, we're not coming over. Yeah, you want to do that? Well, in that case, then the Jags and the Falcons can have a home game in England. <laughs> Fuck you. 
<laughs> you fucking limeys. Yeah. Which is fine by me, because I watch the Finns play anyone. I'm just quite happy. It's supposed to be the Pats last year. Well, honestly, the Jag- I looked at the Jags-Dolphin games. I thought, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, that's quite an interesting game, you know. Tua versus Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, uh, it, was a sh- it was a shit Thursday night game last year. <laughs> yeah, and I thought Falcons and it was the other team. Texans. Okay, the Jets. So yeah, again, they've, yeah. they've they've drafted quite a few players. They've got a rookie uh, quarterback. Um, they're a New York team, so there's always going to be a following there. Just the Falcons, I suppose. Maybe there must be some formula of people who just want some money have not been over somewhere. Well, they need more cap space, don't they? So they're trying to generate a bit more money, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Desperate to desperate to get some fucking money in that club. They've got they've only got some like twenty three people signed on their roster. They've signed they've signed a ridiculous amount of undrafted free agents just to try and fill the roster up. You're basically just like getting a load of little league kids. <laughs> yeah. We need to take twenty three players to the Euros, so here's the twelve players and their little brothers. Talking of um the Falcons mm-hmm. bring us n- nicely segue into our next section about uh Julio Jones. Yes, did you see this? I thought uh, I mean I didn't think the um the schedule kind of release day would be a day that anything else really happens because everyone's on bated breath. But um yeah come on you want to say it? Um I mean yeah it was quite interesting it seemed to have flown under the news a bit um like you say because of schedule week but from reliable uh, I don't want to say reliable sources because people might think it's bullshit, but from Twitter sources, let's say. Not after the source draft. We don't know what's reliable. <laughs> um, from Twitter sources, because that's as far as Russian fumble research goes. <laughs> Helio Jones and his team have been in LA Rams. I want to call them the LA Rams. I never know where they are. They change every two years. Close enough. Um looking for a possible trade with the Falcons for um, Cam Akers, the running back, and the six-round pick. What do you think of this deal, Phil? Um, I thought it was. I thought it had been announced, hasn't it? I didn't know they were looking for it. But again, oh. it was one of those one of those sneaky under the radar ones that comes through because there's other news. But yeah, yeah he's yeah. Um, he's on his way to um, well, let's just say California. Yeah. Well, yeah, the first. I mean, I thought it was just whispers and meetings and backhands and room shake. Backhands, no, and I don't. Back rooms and handshakes. No, I like back rooms and uh, back, back shakes and hand rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if I put those two together, you get a weird weekend. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> sounds like sounds like a you know, holiday in Amsterdam. And if you want to make a visit to the port in um, biscuit patch. <laughs> No, we can't hawk. We can't hawk his shit for him. He can do that himself when he finally turns back up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it solves a few problems around the. Um, obviously, the Rams are kind of going all in. They haven't got any firsts that they can give off because they just give them to anyone for anything. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure that the GM would give a first for a, um, a Big Mac and fries at some point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but Acres obviously came on well at the end of last season, but didn't look amazing. They're desperate for wide receiver help. They need to go all in while Stafford's still young or youngish. And then Akers um, goes to uh, the Falcons, solves, hopefully solves their running back problems. I heard that it might be a conditional sixth. It might even get up to a fourth, depending on um, 
if Julio Jones can ever find the, the end zone. <laughs> I think I've caught more touchdowns than him the last two years. Well, that means, you know, the Rams are doing some Detroit have never, ever, ever done. That's building a team around the best player. I'd actually try and give him a chance to succeed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a win-win for both teams, isn't it? For, uh, I... Relatively cheap as well, I think, to be yeah. fair. Like, you know, my acres and a fourth is is almost nothing, but they're in they're in cap hell, I think, the Falcons. They're desperately trying to offload um, Julio just so they can have a kind of bit of a reset going into the year after. He's a great receiver, but they just... Um, but yeah, I mean, they are sort, sort of trying to do that Tampa Bay thing, um, the Rams. You know, they got the old Matthew Stafford in there. Tampa Bay got Tom Brady in. They got... Um, now they've got Julio Jones, the old veteran wide receiver. He still has probably three years, I'd say, in the league. Yeah, um, I think he's thirty-two, something like that. Yeah. So. If he really wants, he can. You know, well, he could retire now if he wanted to. <laughs> um, but yeah, they are trying to do that tangible model of football. Yeah, I'm um, going for vets instead of rookies. Yeah, the, the everyone kind of everyone they seem to be playing the NFL like mates used to play Pez Four. <laughs> which was basically you only sign 16 to 18 year olds and by the time you hit 21 you're past the prime already <laughs> um, and yeah like I say if Stafford finally gets a, a few decent weapons they've got Henderson who did alright for him I guarantee you Gurley they'll, they'll sign Gurley back up again to be like a third down back or something yeah I think Gurley had the Gurley had the opposite problem to Julio Jones which is when he didn't want to go into the end zone he couldn't help it yeah. And considering who owns the Rams, um, and in honour of fuck Tom Brady, I'd like to also add fuck Stan Kroenke, the <laughs> slimy dirtbag. <laughs> Vince McMahon, okay? Vince, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, probably mm-hmm. one of the most dodgiest, shadiest businessmans in sports entertainment ever said Stan Kroenke should be arrested. <laughs> to be fair, Vince probably said that because he wanted some of his business. I mean, yeah, he, he, don't, don't you say, go on back, he'd get Triple H to pedigree son and then just like walk out with the contract for the business. <laughs> um, but yeah, fuck Stan Kroenke. Uh, I us then. Um, yeah, so I've lost my train of thought there. Personal feelings. Yeah, it's all right. You can get get all your feels out, mate. Um, Not a problem. I'm quite happy to say fuck anyone, especially a multi-millionaire owner who decided to sack a load of lower-paid staff because he complained that they couldn't pay the wages anymore. <laughs> yeah, couldn't pay the wages, but you know, um, we. So here's something interesting talking about English soccer um, on the Harrison and Phil show because Gary's not able to talk about what the fuck we want. Um, <laughs> So the Rams built the stadium, the SoFi Stadium, recently, didn't they? And it was something like five billion US dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, Arsenal built the Emirates in two thousand and seven, which cost probably, I think it was about two hundred million at the time, probably equivalent mm-hmm. to about one point one billion now. Mm-hmm. Um, have you have you actually took those numbers from anywhere? Because you sounded like you were just making them up. 
the, the actual cost. <laughs> the actual, so 200 million, which I think is probably about 1.1 billion now. Yeah, go, go for it. The actual cost of the stadium, I didn't make up. The inflation rate I made off of my head. <laughs> I mean, I like it. It's a Russian fumble stat. Um, yeah, so the sci-fi stadium has been completely paid off and everything. Mm-hmm. The Emirates, the Cronkies, bless them, and um, all their kindness have managed to restructure the stadium debt. So the Emirates is still not paid off. It, it's, I mean, it's just a fucking weird thing. I, I know the SoFi Stadium was built with a lot of um, uh, state money as well. So LA, I mean, again, it's different things. So I think the city of LA agreed to help fund the stadium in order to encourage the Rams to go there and the Chargers. Because that was why the Browns went to Baltimore in the 90s, because Baltimore were offering to basically build them a new stadium and give them some money. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Um, Cleveland wouldn't or, or couldn't, they couldn't afford to. So I think a lot of the time, that some of that's been, um, yeah, some of that's been helped out by the, the state as well. But also, I mean, the, you can actually make money in American football, which seems to be an impossibility in football for some reason. Yeah. American soccer. America, so yeah. So, so in American soccer, you can make loads of, um, you can actually make profit, and people can make billions from it. But in just in uh, the English soccer league, we'll call, we'll call, we'll call football English soccer. We'll call American football American soccer, and we'll call American soccer um, American football. <laughs> US, US US kick foot. Um, Something on those lines, anyway. I'm going to take a couple of minutes to talk about my own team. Um, it wouldn't be a Russian fumble if one of us didn't pick up our own teams. You've got to have a bit of um, self-flagellation every now and then. I will, I will say, I think we have the greatest GM in the league. I will say, I think the Dolphins have the second greatest GM in the league. Um, I will say the Green Bay Packers don't have the third greatest GM in the league. Uh, <laughs> His GM's job is just to piss off his superstar player. He's definitely number one. We, but, I mean, the Colts have signed Eric Fisher, um, free agent left tackle from the Chiefs, pro bowler. To a hefty contract off a torn ACL, um, or, I will say. Yes, we're not expecting him to play week one. We're expecting it to be like week three to five. Um, mm. But now... And, all of our own line, none of them was drafted lower than pick 37 overall. Mm-hmm. The Great That's, wall, pretty, good. That's yeah. pretty good. The Great Wall of Indy. Let's just take that out. Um, so, it was a record, record label, wasn't it, mid-90s? <laughs> we are going to win the Super Bowl. Um, Chris Ballard's amazing. And if we do win the Super Bowl, I will get an honorary tattoo of Chris Ballard somewhere. <laughs> Down the bottom of your foot, it will have, but no one will see it at least. Maybe not of Chris Ballard's face, but somewhat relating to Chris Ballard. Just his name. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> Just TB, TB as a tramp <laughs> Yes, yes. I've been. I mean, fair play to him, Ballard. He has the well. The, the Colts have built well. To be yeah. fair, who was the um, defensive lineman you got last year from San Francisco? Uh, DeForest Butner. Yes. Great bit one, of business. One first round pick overall. Uh, not mm-hmm. the number one, one first round pick. Yeah. Yeah. 
a great bit of business. I mean, he worked for San Francisco. They got a younger player to kind of come in and do the same job. But um, he, they do great at identifying where the holes are and getting players in on decent rates to, to fill them. I mean, Fisher may have overpaid for him, but when you have a need, you overpay for that need because that's what you need to fill. Especially if you're going all in, you know, you've got some young players. You go If you're going with Wentz, then... Um, he, that gives you best chance to succeed. And if Wentz is the bag of shit that we all know he is, um, so, sorry, Super Bowl winner, Carson Wentz. Um, uh, yeah, if he just absolutely um, shits the bed, then at least you've got a great team to put a rookie quarterback behind. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, that's, that's about it. We are, we can go into this season now. And the thing is, last season we could play the underdog role. Philip Rivers, you know, uh, proving that he wasn't an Uncle Rico and washed up over the hill. Um, you know, it was one of those situations where we was an underdog in a lot of games, um, especially towards the end of the season. So, but now we, 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 we can't do that to teams now because teams are like, okay, these are a good team. So it's going to be tough, but yeah, 60, uh, sorry, 17 and I now. And, uh, Three and nine in the playoffs. Simple as that. Yeah, hope is a wonderful thing. <laughs> I mean, your division—it helps the division that you're in because you've—is it the Titans, the Jags, and the Texans? Yeah. So the Texans are going to be two wins instantly because they—they they could go zero and sixteen. The state of that franchise. Yeah. Um, so the Texans are eight. The Jags are—they're going to be a bit of an unknown. They could be up or down. Maybe split that one, one apiece. Yeah. Um, and then the Titans again are a, uh, they're a tough bunch just because they're a hard running team mm-hmm. so say even if you split that you're still looking what's that four out of six from the division yeah. at least yeah. um, which is it's kind of how we see the, the Dolphins going to be fair we, we should wipe the floor with the Jets we'll probably split with the um, Pats just because they're a bogey team and then I'm hoping we can split with the Bills rather than get wiped out again <laughs> I mean, the Bills are an interesting team. Um, if they weren't in that division, I'd really like them because I think they're built well. They did yeah. what you should do, which is build your defence first. It's easier to keep your defence together. Then they've got us. They've, they got their quarterback and stuck with him and then gave him weapons to succeed. And, and, and fair play to them. If they weren't in that division, I'd think that they were something other than arseholes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Colts are great. Uh, Dolphins are great. <laughs> Uh, the pack is a shit. Yeah, I so if we're going to have a bit of self-indulgence, I'll, I'll do a minute on the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm quite happy with how they picked. I, I was looking for Pitts or um, Chase in the draft. Obviously, yeah. they were, both went early. Uh, so they picked up Waddle, who just seems like a proper, like a Tyreek Hill, which is someone like um, uh, Coach Flo, who wants to try and throw a few little plays and things together, will be a great weapon for him. Um, I don't know why we drafted a second tight end, but I've got a fourth or fifth tight end, but I'll take it. Um, and then with um, the other, I can never remember the fucking receiver we got. He's, uh, he was from the Texans and he's suspended at the moment for performance enhancing drugs. Um, um, for some reason, I, it's just a fucking blank in my mind that I can never remember his name, but we got him. <laughs> Uh, uh, defense has improved as well. We've got a, a, a great pass rusher and um, a, apparently a, a good 
Um, who's who else we got in defence? I think it was a cornerback, no safety. Um, both kind of yeah, slightly injury prone, but highly rated. So, yeah. yeah. See you in the. Um, I don't know if we will be champions. You, you're AFC as well, aren't you? Yeah. So I see you in the Super Bowl then. <laughs> well, no, we're both AFC, so I'd have to see you in the championship game. Now, the, the other side, that both teams are that good. We'll just put it <laughs> Well, Ed, they've both got they've both gone like nineteen and zero to get to this point. So we're just going to say, rather than have some um, uh, some bag of gash like the Bucks go again, fuck Tom Brady, and we'll just put him in the Super Bowl. I do think the playoffs would be more interesting if it was just randomised. <laughs> obviously, you get you get through to the playoffs the normal way. You win, win the division on the best loser yeah. uh, go through, and you just get randomised because I, I although NFC versus AFC thing great and it's fun it's like uh, it's like mix it up like this is fucking boring now well I mean you know it was it was there for a reason to start with it was people trying to prove that their league was my league's better than your league kind of thing yeah. but none of it matters anymore it's all coming down under one umbrella yeah. Um, so yeah just let anyone play anyone or they should um, whoever finishes first should get to pick who they play <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you finish top of the league, it's like a little prize. You don't get a bye week. You get to pick your opponent. It, imagine the shit house in if they lost that game. You wanted the fucking Jags. Yeah. The Browns are the Browns, <laughs> and they're going to kick your shit in, son. Yeah. Um, this, Nobody's been a naughty boy, so we can't really talk about Russian fumble, Russian fumble stuff, can we? No, I, I haven't seen a lot. I'm sure there was someone that did something. I'm sure there's been another couple of um, kind of not not necessarily car crashes or or things like that. I'm pretty sure the um, the future um, brain surgeon uh, line, uh, sorry, uh, tackle the guy that we signed from the Titans who lasted about three days in our team before we released him. I'm pretty sure he's been arrested for some drug incidents in uh, down in Florida somewhere. Excellent. Well, where else would it be? Exactly. Florida, man. If you're going to get caught doing cocaine on a speed bike, where else, where else would you rather be? <laughs> exactly. It's not going to happen in Kansas, is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that one's really been particularly awful. Um, yeah, no, not a nice major. Again, the only thing we, we haven't really had a, a draft recap. To be fair, um, I don't think we necessarily went. All of our predictions were correct. No. I mean, I haven't I haven't tracked it of the thirty-two um, drafts picks that we made. Exactly how many of them were correct? Um, I think I think we did all right. Try and I'll get the um, our, our draft picks now, and we'll see. Yeah. Who do you do that? I'll get up the actual draft, and we'll see how <laughs> close we were. Um. <laughs> ah yes, yes. Okay, so we had Kyle Pitts going number one overall, Jacksonville. Uh, we we got the right round. And and I mean, they did pick like, up Tim Tebow as a tight end. Exactly, and, so we weren't far off the thinking. 
no, exactly. We knew that we knew they had a hole there, definitely. And it's in the kind of south of America, isn't it? Jacksonville and Atlanta. Yeah. Um, this is my favourite name of the draft. Well, one of them, Divine Diablo. Going number two overall to the Jets. I know he. I, I know he got he got drafted because the, the name came up and I laughed. Um, the Jets missed out uh, massively there. One second, Divine Diablo. Where did where did he go? Raiders. Raiders. They have to be fair. To be fair, if your if your name's Divine Diablo, the Raiders are probably a good team for you. Yeah. Um, Matt Jones. Uh, number three overall, San Francisco. San Francisco actually took the right player in the draft. I was quite surprised. That's it. Well, that, that, that's it. That was in there because they were shit-hazing themselves already. Um, <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, we chose Jimmy Morrissey. Um, Falcons. Falcons first. Oh, sorry. Uh, Falcons. Trial. Trial cash. Um, Kyle Trash. <laughs> Trial, trial cash. Trial cash. Oh god. <laughs> oh, at least we know his name now. Trial cash. Again, got the. Oh no, he went second round, didn't he? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because the Falcons will lose everything in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Morrissey to the Bengals. Uh, Cincinnati Kitty Cats. Yeah. Uh, I don't even bother looking for him because I don't care for him. Because <laughs> you type in Morrissey, that's not going to come up. Uh, now, this was the interesting one. Trevor Lawrence to the Dolphins. Bit of a surprise. Really? I, mean, I don't happen. No, well, again, we're going we're gonna to play him in London. So, kind of. Kind of right. Mm-hmm. Correct round, at least. Yeah. Um, in the correct round so far. We are... Tariq Detroit Black. Lions. So Detroit Lions, Tariq Black. I don't know why that was. <laughs> this is the kind of thing that people would go back and actually listen to the podcast and find all the reasoning for. But <laughs> was it just someone bland? Or flat goes with everything? Yeah, yeah, I think it was literally just something like that. Um, Quitty Pay to the Carolina Panthers. I mean, we got Quitty Pay, which I'm ecstatic about. I didn't think it would fall to 21. No, he was, uh, yeah, he was one of those that could have been top uh, defensive end off the board. Well, arguably should have been if we hadn't taken um, Jalen Phillips. Um, next, in the Mile High City at Denver, another great player, Tommy Tremble. Titan. Tommy Tremble. I'm pretty sure he got drafted. He definitely did. Tommy Tremble went to... Uh, here at uh, Panthers. Oh, well, I mean, we was one team off, really. One pick up, that's pretty, that's pretty good for a guy called Tommy fucking Tremble. <laughs> Tommy Tremble and Sam Darnold, what a connection. <laughs> um, the Darnold doesn't need any help trembling. <laughs> uh, Dallas Cowboys, Joey Blunt. I'm pretty sure he got drafted as well. Oh, Cowboys moved up, didn't they? Yeah. They, moved up, they moved up to 10. Oh, that, that was fucking beautiful. The Cowboys moved up to 10. Eagles and Cowboys making a deal to fuck over the Giants. That was <laughs> mwah, perfect first round shit housing there. Well done. Yeah. Made me like them a little more. Talking about the Giants, um, again, with my favorite, one of my favorite names of the pick, of the pick, of the draft, 
DiCaprio Beetle. <laughs> we gotta find with a name like DiCaprio Beetle. We gotta find where he's gone. Uh, where has he gone? Did he get? Did he get picked up? Uh, that's all college stuff. This is going to be fascinating, uh, Ray. A fascinating sound for everyone <laughs> watching me. Well, it sounded like the Papro Beetle didn't get picked up. Yeah, possibly hasn't. He's not. He's not suddenly jumped in and uh, gone to contrive with the Chiefs. Undraft, undrafted free answer, free agent signed with the Chiefs. Oh, he's still in the game. He's still in the game. <laughs> Ready to go. Uh, quite New York for... Philadelphia we decided sounded like a place like Bolton so we gave them Ian Book Ian Book Ian Book I think we laughed a lot about that name as well um, Chargers Gregory Rousseau um, I think just say again that was a um, wasn't it uh, like it needs an LA type name yeah yeah. better name than Rashawn Slater yeah um, it sounds like an actor's stage name, doesn't it? Gregory Yeah. Gregory. Yeah. Gregory. <laughs> Vikings, James Wiggins. Um, I don't remember why we did that one. I think it was, a, again, it was like a nothing name. It yeah. was just a mere, who gives a fuck about the Vikings? Uh, the Patriots taking our guy, uh, Larry Roundtree III. I'm pretty sure I watched him get drafted. I think it was like maybe fourth or fifth round. Uh, running back, going to Chargers. Chargers. I mean, Los Angeles Chargers, three names. New England Patriots, three names. Larry Roundtree, the third, three names. I was pretty spot on there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I you nailed it. Yeah. Um, the Cardinals, again, another great name. Uh, Levi Onwuzuriki. Go for it. Uh, <laughs> do you want me to tell you how to spell it? What's the first name? Uh, Levi. Uh, there you go. First one that comes up on Google. Uh, Lions. Bit too exciting, that name for the Lions, I'm afraid. Um. Yeah, I mean, how would you say that name? Because I've just murdered it. Onwuzurike. That was fantastic. I'm, I'm from Birmingham, mate. We're multicultural. Onwuzurike. Um The Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, obviously, we sent Lorenzo Burns. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we're horrible people. We sent another quarterback to Miami because we believe in competition. Yes, but you need a, you. What's one? What's better than one quarterback or two quarterbacks or three quarterbacks, four quarterbacks? Yeah, um, I, re- I can't remember the reason for drafting this guy to Washington, but I remember it was funny, and it was Josh. I can't. I can't remember what Imra for. Oh, God. 
Yeah, right. I, I, I can't say it. I'll say it. the joke's not. I like having a stroke. Um, Josh Imarfa baby. Oh, is it? <laughs> Imarfa baby. <laughs> <laughs> I remember laughing a lot about that. I can't remember was it, what the joke was, though. Was it something to do with being a pimp? <laughs> yeah, or strippers with it being in Washington, I take it. A murder baby. Or murder baby. Oh, was it? No, I don't remember what it was. Consent, a murder baby. Yes, yeah, <laughs> a murder baby. Um, <laughs> Chicago Bears, we sent Sack Smith there because they're boring. Um, yeah, he gives a fuck. The Colts, Larry Borum. <laughs> um, I, don't, okay, I don't know why we gave you here. We had to make each other's picks, didn't we? I don't yeah. know why you got Borum. Yeah. Um, now, this is a guy I know got drafted to Tennessee, and because we believed in competition and position, uh, we chose running back Puka Williams. Puka. Puka, I just remember laughing. I think just at your pronunciation of it. I love the Northern for their for the kind of ooh sounds. Puka. Um, but he went to the um, yeah the um, Cincinnati Kitty Cats. Yeah, so with choosing Tennessee there, we chose two trash franchises. So exactly, just the, again those franchises that no one other than their fans give a shit about. Um, New York, like complete, completely unsuccessful ones as well. Yeah. We drafted Amar Ra St. Brown. He went second round, I think. I can't remember who. Because again, that was another one. Um, needs to sell shirts. Yeah. Um, he went to the Lions. Ooh. Yeah, again, black and brown to the line. <laughs> um, the Pittsburgh, again, another grey Manchester town. So we drafted Nick Bolton. Yeah, that was it. It just it, it was we decided that it was the Manchester of America. Yeah, um, we draft then drafted Tony, Tony's younger brother Kenny Yoboa <laughs> uh, to Jacksonville. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, god, I can't stay. I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. a couple of times I just stumbled through stuff. Yeah, I've streamed. Three days on the balance now, and my brain just like having brain. Oh, wow. Um, Cleveland, we drafted uh, Baker's younger brother, Jalen Mayfield. That was it, yeah. They need a couple of, if one Mayfield is not good enough, you can just replace him with another one. What's better than having Mayfield? It's having Mayfield's Mayfield squared. Uh, Austin Kendall, quarterback to Baltimore Ravens again because they need. No, that was it. That's they um they've got a running back playing quarterback. So we gave him a quarterback to play running back. Ah yes, that was it. Um, and Kendall sounded fast. Another great name in the draft, especially for a position at tight end, uh, to New Orleans Saints, Hunter Long. Hunter Long. That's it. If you're gonna go down in New Orleans. Um then we give Green Bay a quarterback because Aaron Rodgers is going. Um and <laughs> What's the best uh, two countries you can think of? That's France and Germany put together. So we chose fully pay France. I think this was a bit of an accidental um, alliteration, but we sent Baron Brown into the Buffalo Bills. (laughs) Again, I think it was just a boring name for Baron Brown, but I like it, Baron Brown and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, They're getting Bill Belichick as well. Yeah. 
We then sent Wyatt Herbert to the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, I think that's a who could give a fuck. Yeah, I think we were probably delayed at this point. Of that better show. than a, a Daffy O that they signed. What a silly name. Yeah, and last but not least, it's Kyle with an apostrophe in the middle. I can't remember why that was funny for us, but I, Kyle. Kyle Hemby to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Where, where, where does he play? Uh, he plays safety. No idea. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely no idea. Uh, yeah, so they were our draft. If anyone knows where their players went, just yeah, let us know. <laughs> I've tried to. I've just tried to find Kyle Hemby. Although he's the first one that comes off, it shows you that what your Google search history tells about you. The third option is uh, an article, uh, uh, um, uh, like an uh, article from a medical journal on dopaminergic dysregulation in prefrontal cortex. <laughs> I live, I live a very boring life these days. <laughs> I think with your medical background, um, that pick is pretty accurate. With um... You know, the connection there. So, overall, so glu- glutamatergic plasticity in medial prefrontal cortex. Predicting 29 out of 32 picks is not bad. Uh, exactly. And to be fair, we nailed all the picks as they should have been just because these teams think they know better. Yeah. That's not yeah. our fault. If they're not going to follow um, the proper advice and draft the players that they need, they're going to draft the players they want. That's the kind of poverty work that comes out of shit franchises why what was the point of picking up tim t-boy in free agency when kyle pitts was still on the board exactly exactly and you've got Minshew already Minshew's better than t-law anyway yeah and i mean although i respect the um dolphins improving their team across the board yeah i nothing will improve your team more than a seven person fight for quarterback exactly <laughs> I mean, I know you can only play one of them, but you think about all the different tactical notes you could have. You've got seven different quarterbacks on your roster. Yeah. And let's be honest, you give me two options of um, Garda Minchu, who has an extremely great personality, um, has a fantastic moustache and a mullet, or someone as bland and as boring as Trevor Lawrence. Um, who just looks like he speeds slow. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he's such an amazing talent. He reads a game so quickly. It's the only thing he reads quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that. That was the draft. Yeah, I think we did. I think we smashed it. I think there's a lot of um, muck drafts out there that will feel like they perform better than that. But I don't think, based on tonight, I can see any evidence for their opinions. Like we said, the Russian Fumble Awards will be the next um, NFL Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people are sick of seeing mock drafts taken seriously. Yes. People are sick you of take, You weren't taking it seriously. Well, we did get 31 out of the 45 picks right, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, fantastic work. I think that only really leaves us with um, your um, fact of the week. 
Jared Goff facts of the week. Dun, dun, dun. Amaze and stun us with your um, knowledge. I'm going to stun you with my knowledge. Um, that is, who is the shortest player in American football history? Uh, got to be. They've got to do well to beat Kyler Murray. Yes, and they've got. Sure, is about two fucks three. They've got to do well to beat Rudy. Um, obviously, a real player, not fictional. Some boys gamgey. Yeah, I, I was just about to say after you know having a great football life, he went off to middle left and uh, pretty much destroyed the ring by himself because Frodo's a gimp. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's talk about the life of Jack Emmanuel. Soupy, his nickname, uh, Chaprio, born March the 22nd, 1907, February, uh, and died in February the 5th, 2001. He was an American gridiron football player who played one game, that's all. Uh, all he needed to cement his legacy. I mean, yeah, quality over quantity. Um, so, yeah, uh, one game for the Staten Island Stapletons uh, of the NFL in 1929. Um, another, sh- another shit New York team. Yeah. You know, the guy's probably just come back from war. Oh, no, 1907, probably a bit too young. So, <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know... I know I'm pretty sure if a Yanks would have sent seven-year-olds with rifles into the... If they were black, at least, anyway. <laughs> um. But yeah, big depression time. So a hard time to play football, you know. Not these modern day footballers, you know, who have the gear, do it all for them. They have nice pitches. They have um, gyms and physios. You know, this guy was just a real old slugger. <laughs> um, he's most famous for being the shortest player in the NFL history, standing at a whopping five foot one. And that is the exact height of my fiance. <laughs> is she any good at tailback? She's good at. <laughs> Can I make a tight end joke? <laughs> uh, it's all right. She won't listen. And that's the that's a different podcast. <laughs> that's um, Russian. That's Russian fumble blue. They, what it says on Wikipedia is he, he was a blocking back. So what we, me and Phil, with all our knowledge, have decided that is would be the modern day equivalent of a fullback. Did we agree on? I think so. I can't remember whether which one's a fullback and a halfback. It's basically a halfback that doesn't actually do any running. It's just the body in the way for a play action. Yeah, like the um, uh, who's the guy in San Francisco? Kyle Jizikas of Yeah. Um. So yeah. Ski. The shortest player in NFL history was five foot one and was called Jack. Which is uh, only only half an inch smaller than Kyler. <laughs> and he's still out and he's about enough to wear his dad's helmet. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, excellent. Another another fantastic entry into the log of uh, little known facts in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we've got nothing else to say. Um, Tom Brady. Yeah, fuck Tom Brady. And once again, just to plug um, the wonderful people at Acorns, um, they do wonderful work helping uh, sick kids and families dealing with um, cancer and recovery and things like that. Um, Everyone, please donate some money to them, show us a picture of it, and you can have some pics. Mm -hmm. Start giving us shit players, 
and you can give us the abuse that we give all of your shit players. Fair is fair. Um, you're too nice there, Phil. Donate money, you tight pricks. Yes, yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, <sighs> because you've waited this long to donate money, we might not even give you a pick. So, <laughs> yeah, please donate money. We're very thankful, but at the same time, go fuck yourself for not doing it sooner. You selfish, tight fisted bastards, all. And I'll tell you what, um, oh, I was going to say, so we are, we were asking for about five pound a pick, weren't we? Uh, thankfully, a lot of people have done way more than they've needed to and given more than that uh, on a brighter night. So for everyone who has donated more than a fiver and for anyone that does donate over more than fiver, I'd say we will all send you a personal video of each one of us saying fuck Tom Brady yeah. um, from the Russian. Or, and, or you could uh, fuck any player of your choice, really. Yeah. I'm quite happy to say fuck anyone. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you can have it personalised if you wish. I don't mind. There might be something in the pipe work for um, anyone that does donate. Um, I know Gary's um, been doing a few things. Yeah, he's done. He's done very well. There's a little rewards package for the highest donation. There's a, a mug of your choice from uh, Mugs NFL on Twitter. I think your uh, friend with a clothing business has donated a, a shirt as well. What's the what's the business called again? Uh, Northern Summit Clothing. That's the one. Excellent quality stuff. Um, and um, I know there's a couple of other things. There will certainly be, a, I believe, a personalised message from someone famous um, around the NFL um, that we might be extending out elsewhere. But there's things in the pipe work for the winners, at least, anyway. Excellent. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah, on that, I think there's nothing left to say other than that's been the Harrison and Phil show. I'm sure we can, we can work out an, an R and F for the two of us. Um <clears throat> But yeah, that's it. Um, Thank you much, everyone. Fuck you, Gaz. And fuck Tom Brady. And fuck Tom Brady.